You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 243 of the Take Him With You podcast for October 13th, 2013. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Had to get that in before he sang. This world's a tortured place to be. So many things to torment me. And as I stumble down this road, it takes a toll. These days and nights I turn to you. No human hand can pull me through. No cosmic force or magic. See it coming You're not so far away Cause I can feel your power Surging through the hole of me Just a little rocking out. Well, I'm gonna take him with you, podcast. That's DC Talk from their album Supernatural. Very cool. I like the lyrics. Cool. That's a cool song. Yeah. That actually was a, one of the best albums they ever put out. Supernatural. Now, wasn't DC Talk the same people that put out the Jesus Freaks book a long time ago? Yeah. That was a cool book. I don't know what ever happened to ours. It's probably on a bookshelf somewhere. Probably. Yeah. They're anyway, they've done lots of really cool music over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda cutting edge for <coughs> for Christian stuff. Or yeah. Well it was. It was. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So how's it going, dear? Oh I don't know. I'm rocking out, having a good time. I guess I should turn the music off now, huh? I I guess if you I'm sitting here thinking, to. man, it's just jamming away still. Just a minute here. I gotta figure out how to do it. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes some of this stuff gets a little technical. I couldn't do any of it, so if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. I I could hire a geek, I guess. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I guess know. you could. I don't know. No, it's been good. You know, I've had a crazy, crazy week, and I always do. Mm-hmm. But it's been a productive week. Mm-hmm. And in fact, um, we'll talk about it when we get back here in just a moment but uh yeah it was an interesting morning yeah yeah i'm not as grumpy as i was this morning well we'll talk about that (laughs) grumpy lady you should you should make my tea for me and bring it to me in bed that would help me i have before yeah sometimes i'm drinking out of my stormtrooper mug right now yeah you don't, mm. you don't have tea, though. I hear ice cubes, unless yeah. you have iced tea, but I don't think you do. I don't. I do like tea. I had a, a cup of tea today. I was podcasting maniac. I'll talk about that, too. But, uh, yeah. So today we're going to be talking, our main subject is going to be talking about the supernatural. Since it's October, I always try to do themes that talk about spiritual warfare and supernatural stuff. And we're going to uh, talk about a couple of different things. And then we have some comments from our our uh, Facebook friends, mm-hmm. so that'll be fun. And we'll talk a little bit about what the Bible says supernatural things are, and uh, is the devil real? That'll be an interesting question. Mm-hmm. 
stick around. We'll be back in a moment to talk about what happened at our house. On September 22, 2004, Oceanic Flight 815 left Sydney, Australia, bound for Los Angeles and crashed on a remote and mysterious island somewhere in the South Pacific. The survivors quickly realized this was no ordinary island. The groundbreaking Emmy Award-winning drama Lost ran on ABC television from September 22, 2004 to May 23, 2010 and remains to this day one of the greatest television series of all time. Relive every moment of this amazing series as we reopen the hatch and take you deep inside each episode of this epic series. My name is Joyce. And I'm Al. And on our show, Lost Flight 815, we'll cover each episode of this immensely popular series in a unique way. We'll watch the show as we record and share our thoughts and Lost facts while you listen to the episode with us. So tune in to the Lost 815 podcast and visit us on the web at www.lostflight815.com and relive one of the greatest shows of all time. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at LostFlight815. There you go. I think you you watched all the episodes of Lost, didn't you? I did. It's been a while. I I watched a few, but I wasn't as much into it. You as watched you. most of them. There was a whole season I didn't watch because we didn't have um, ABC for a season. Oh, that was a bummer, wasn't and, it? And I remember you that. You were more dedicated, and you actually went online and watched them online. But I was like, ah, I don't like it that much. I remember that. But you you and the boys, I think, watched it online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, our, but our friends, um, Alan Joyce, Joyce do yeah. the podcast. So I'm sure it's worth a listen. I've listened to several of their podcasts. Guess what I got? A guitar. It looks like a guitar to me, unless it's something that's something else. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. It's Al's birthday. Happy birthday, dear Al. And Jeff and Chris and Mike and all sorts of other people and in October. Yours coming up too. And me. Happy birthday to you. Now, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Al. Happy birthday to you. Rock and roll, everybody. Rock and roll. Hmm. Was that recording? No, I don't record anything. Oh, it just doesn't look like it normally does. It doesn't look like it normally does. Hey, Al, happy birthday. Oh, there we go. That's Just want to wish Al and our friend Jeff uh, that I do the Sequest podcast with Mm -hmm. a happy birthday. Then Chris, I gave it early, but his is the 24th. Okay. And then mine is the 26th. And then yours is the 2nd of November. Mine's next month. And you're going to be a whole year and one week younger than I am. Well, I'm always a year and one week younger than you are. Brought my guitar with me today. Isn't that pretty? Yes. 
car this morning with Wayne Henderson when you were being interviewed on his um, podcasting podcast. <laughs> Is that voiceover podcast? Voiceover podcast. Well, actually, Wayne, yeah, it's out now. You can go over to uh, mediavoiceovers.com. Mm-hmm. Click on the podcast that's about voiceovers journey. And uh, he interviewed me, but I don't play guitar on it. I was playing it beforehand. Is that also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio? It is. It is. So um, you can also just look at Wayne Henderson probably, and you would find um, on iTunes or Stitcher or you, what would it be, voiceover podcast? Is that the name of that particular podcast? Wayne has a lot of podcasts. He does have a, he's a great guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love talking with him. He's you know, a really nice we only, guy. We only live about 16 hours apart, 20 hours apart. We should go visit sometime. <laughs> he's in Southern California, right? Well, somewhere in California. Yeah, I think he he's way ways than that. So maybe 20 hours away. Yeah. yeah. Here it is right here. It's the Voice Over Journey podcast Okay. Uh, with Wayne Henderson. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the October 12th edition. I've done a few voiceovers with you lately. Of course, it's really interesting because you have to coach like every word I say because I have no natural. Talent. Yeah, you're part of a video. You're part of a video game now. <laughs> yeah, it was it. Oh, it's for like um, privacy policies for medical HIPAA. stuff. HIPAA laws. Yeah, not hippo laws, but HIPAA. Laws. HIPAA. I said HIPAA. I should know what a HIPAA law is since I work in a doctor's office once a week and so in order to work there I actually had to sign that you wouldn't look at anybody's records yeah so I have to sign I had to sign a confidentiality agreement that I can't say anything that I might accidentally run across with people's names on schedules or yeah or yeah anything like that so when I come home from work it's kind of like I've been working at the CIA or something I can't talk to you about it (laughs) but it's just a doctor's office (laughs) <laughs> uh, so this is the song I sang for Wayne before we went <coughs> it's an older song that I did and Holy Spirit you are welcome in this place Holy Spirit you are welcome by your grace Come and fill us up, Lord. Oh, we need your touch, Lord. Oh, my God, I wait for you. And that goes back to... pretty chords I like those chords mm-hmm. another chord that's really good on the guitar that one goes uh, your love is amazing steady and unchanging your love is a mountain from beneath my feet when you when I don't remember the lyrics the God thing something something hallelujah Hallelujah 
hallelujah, hallelujah, your love makes me sing, and hallelujah, 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 your love makes me sing. Should you tell everybody about the new thing since your last birthday when you got bifocals for the first time and you're trying to lead worship at church on Sundays and you're having I'm still problems having problems because it's hard sometimes to see the the song sheet. It's embarrassing <laughs> is what it is. Well see, you you took you took like seven more years to get to where I got. Because I had to you get got bifocals way at, before me at forty. So you just told everybody how old you are. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. Actually, you know, I you know, aging's okay because that means you're not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that we'll grow old enough to get to play with grandkids someday gotta have some grandkids to spoil someday so if any of my children are listening I, mind you coming around. I think you need to get lyrics and wasting sheets. all my time time because oh, when you're standing oh so near i kind of lose my mind like mine yeah <laughs> i don't know the lyrics. i don't know the to that one. Wait, what song is that again? The Cars. The Cars, oh. I don't mind you coming here and wasting all my time. Do, 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 do. So. I guess you're just what I needed. Are you singing that to me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, mercy. So, so what did you do this last week besides play around on your guitar? Oh. Well, let me see, how's that one go? That goes, um, did you hear the mountain? Oh, yeah. Did you hear the mountains tremble? No, did you see the mountains tremble? Did you hear the oceans roar? And I don't remember the rest either. I used to know it all. Maybe you should, like, print the lyrics out and the chords out and we could sing it tomorrow at church. I can't see it. Oh. So... Yeah, you know, if anyone out there knows of good lyrics and chord sites that have extra large print, that would be great. <laughs> then we need to have like an over 40 lyric. Here I am! Rock you like a hurricane! Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> You're giving me a funny look. I I'm not sure that that's maybe a subject that we need to be talking about right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> you don't like the lyrics on that one. Well, I mean, it's so awkward. I like this one, though. When it goes up. I'll bring you more than a song For a song in itself Is not what you have required you search much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into 
my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship Cause it's all about you It's all about you, Jesus I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it When it's all about you It's all about you guitar down. I know I really like it when you play guitar, but this isn't really the guitar playing podcast now, is it? So this is, um, Amy, take, take him with you. You don't like my playing. No, I like your playing. You don't like me singing. I like your singing. On the podcast today. But maybe not on the podcast today. Amy. Well, should we get going? Maybe that'd be a good idea. To the show, yeah. Yeah. Amy. Rick. I kind of feel like I'm doing a William Shatner impersonation. <laughs> Talking to I like this. A song. This is a cool song, too. The one that goes on. I have never known anyone like you. I have never known anyone like you You are awesome in your presence And wonderful in grace And you love me And I love you Completely Take Him With You today was sponsored by Rick and His Guitar. Wow. I enjoyed that. Thank you, dear. Oh, yeah. Jig yourself out of a hole, would you? I do like it. It's just, you know, sometimes you get a little ADD on us and you go off. and I don't like to add. Oh, mercy. So, um, so what did you do? You you had several jobs and podcasts this week and mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Oh, so he wants to probably tell everyone like he did on Facebook that I was grumpy this morning. So why was I grumpy this morning, dear? I'm not sure. Well, I you weren't feeling well last night, so I didn't get enough sleep. And then you decided to do this big art project in the no i was already gonna do the art project i had uh, uh, some good friends of ours commission me to do a new piece of art Mm -hmm. so i had it put on canvas at uh walmart Mm -hmm. sent to me to my house 
And then I had to cut the picture down and put it into one of the window frames that I do. Mm-hmm. But you needed help cleaning it. Yeah. Mounting we, it. We cleaned it. it. Well, what happened is we got and the making an extraordinary so mess. These are all old. Over. These are old frames mm-hmm. that I use, old windows. So they're rustic and cool looking. Yes. But they're not always square or flat. Mm-hmm. And this particular one, the top part of the window, was um, just kind of went out about a quarter of an inch. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to figure out how to make it even so I could mount the picture on it flat and flush. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there was no other way to do it than I thought I could. I thought it was a piece of lathe. Yeah, you and I could you just could bust just it right off, pry it off. But that one didn't work. But it somehow the ends came off, but the majority of it was like really glued on, or yeah. else it was really just a piece of. I think it was one continuous wood. piece of wood. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I thought I had an idea. Why don't I use the jigsaw to cut it down to the right size? And you gave me this look like I was killing everything or something. But I went and got it anyway. And you, well, she, uh, much to her protesting, okay. I took it outside mm. and I t- attempted to cut it down. And I did pretty good. And then you had to jigsaw cut the, the canvas. The actual canvas. Because it was, it was laminated to, um, to um, masonite. Masonite, yeah. And so that was another. So we drew mess. a straight edge, and you helped me measure everything, and yeah. you got all cranky at me. Well, okay. Then now this is why, and for those women out there that do the majority of the housework and work out of the home. Okay, that's well. You know, okay. I do some housework. You cook. I you, cook, and sometimes I clean a I little can, bit. Okay, okay. You're just I annoying. set the DVR a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty so, good. Okay, for the women who work I'll out, I let of the, the dog home, out and in five days a week. Hi, Jade. On Saturday, what do you usually have to do? You usually have like laundry and cleaning that you. Need I have to, to do, do a podcast with you on Saturdays. Okay, but I wake up and the first thing I think of is I want to get my house back. No, to that's some not true. You want order. your tea and you want me to make your breakfast. Okay, well, that's what you want. Catherine and I made fruit smoothies this morning with yogurt and spinach. But so you didn't have to make me breakfast and my tea wasn't made. So maybe if you would have made me tea, that would have been a better start to the day. Well, I wasn't feeling good. Yeah, you got up really early and I didn't get to go back to sleep. And so I was kind of cranky. And then I didn't get my tea. I did have a healthy smoothie, but I was wanting to get the house cleaner. But what happened was it got messier. It got much messier. And I still haven't totally got it back in shape, but at least I got the living room picked up and vacuumed. I did about five loads of laundry. Yeah, and didn't I make lunch? You made a A fabulous chicken chicken soup. Oh, chicken and rice soup. Yeah, it was from scratch. It was wonderful soup. With a little bit of onion and a little bit of... um, and by the way, I made a fantastic dinner. Uh, At noon, I put um, chicken Thanks breasts. for letting me talk about my chicken soup. Forget it. Oh, okay. I put chicken breasts and garlic <sighs> and chicken broth and um, onion and carrots mm. and a bunch of spices, curry powder and cayenne pepper. Uh. And um, anyway, I let it cook and cook all day. 
and um, added made the house smell good. Oh, it was so fantastic. It was kind of my attempt to make Indian curry. And then I made brown rice, and Catherine and I had that for dinner, which you wouldn't even taste it. No, I had more chicken soup. <laughs> so, and the soup was really fantastic, but That's my curry ate. was pretty, pretty good, too. I really liked my curry. And then I had a frozen waffle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But Only I did, 80 calories for the waffle. I did make a fantastic curry and brown rice that you could have eaten. And I made a fantastic chicken soup that I did eat. Yes, you did. It was really and good. And it was good. I had I had actually had two bowls at lunchtime. Anyway, I finally yeah. got the picture put together yes. with your help. Yes. And then we took it over and delivered it to the folks. Mm-hmm. And they gave me a $50 bonus on top of what I charged yeah. for it, which was really nice of them. They're very, very nice people. And they already hung it up and took a picture of it and put it on Facebook. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. In their kitchen. Yeah. And I might even have another one sold to them that's a really cool one, too. Yeah. I would, I, you know, we've had a lot of interest in the this other piece. Yeah, but nobody bought it. But it's very huge. It's, it's big it's and heavy. probably, let me look, if I can pull these soundproofing curtains back, I could tell people how big it is, maybe. Oh, it's on the website. It doesn't um, matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's big. It's big. And it's, heavy. It's about five feet um, wide and at least two, two it and a half It was feet. five feet wide, two and a half feet. And soft wow. as a downy chick, it hold eight kids and a really something. Okay, we're getting. And a, some, we didn't get much sleep, but we had a lot of fun on Grandma's feather bed. That's oh, what I was that was singing. a real song. Okay. Yeah. I was like, John "Where Denver. are you going?" All right. So, um. Yeah. So then, then I came back home mm-hmm. after we sold the artwork. Mm-hmm. And then I was on Wayne Henderson's podcast. Yes. We had a great time talking. Yeah. Uh, I talked too much, though. Sorry, Wayne. I talk too much. <laughs> I know I do. It's just he asked me lots of questions that I'm passionate about, and so I answered. Okay. Had to redo part of the podcast. But I did. <laughs> okay. And uh, now it's out, so I got to hear how he edited my, He probably edited out all the stupid stuff i said i bet he left it all in <laughs> no what do you what do you mean by that that's what you do to me what i'll say oh take that out take that out that was stupid and you go nope i'll leave it in <laughs> i use it for the promo then okay no okay well and then i um also recorded a brand new episode of the ragtag fugitive podcast with my co-host chris clemente from Florida, and our guest host, Rico Dosti, from the Trex and Sci-Fi podcast, was on our show. Hmm. And we covered the third to the last episode of Battlestar Galactica, the original series, called um, Experiment in Terra. It was a good one. Yeah. And you can get that right now. Oh, it's out already. By the way. Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. Dot com. We did something this week that we don't do very often. It's we, true. I I belched really loud. No, we went on a date. <laughs> we don't do. Hey, those we very did. Often. We did. We did. We went on a date. And we met um our son Andrew and his wife at we a had lo- dinner a local restaurant. Had a quick dinner, and yeah. then we went over to our local movie theater, 
and watched a movie that you'd really been wanting to see in 3D. Since I saw the promos, yeah. Now I want to see it again in in um, IMAX. IMAX, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, um, so what did you think about it? I Okay, well, we got to tell everybody what it was. It was the yeah. movie Gravity, Gravity with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty darn cool. You know, and other than a few colorful metaphors, you know, young children, you know, might you might have to cover their ears or something. But other than that, it was a pretty clean movie. Yeah, there wasn't I mean, anything there wasn't objectionable. Any, like, passionate scenes or hard to do that in space um there was maybe one scene that would be scary for kids a little graphic as far as scary for us man that yeah. was a, okay this this is a yeah. movie that that and it was funny because they tried to do it real kind of kind of realistic it's not mm-hmm. completely realistic but they tried to do it like with no sound in space and so um I had some popcorn, and you could hear people all around the theater. All of a sudden, the noise, the sound would go out, and the movie's still going. Um, and then all of a sudden, you hear crunch, 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 rattle, rattle, someone, rattle, rattle, yeah, get, getting into like a candy wrapper or something. And, and, I, I and pretty soon, everybody to, just stops because it's embarrassing. And I turn over to you, and I go, shh, because <laughs> yeah. you're eating popcorn. But but the movie was, well, basically, the plot of the movie, without spoilers here, no spoilers, don't worry. Uh, was because I and I can tell this. Um, there were some astronauts in on a shuttle crew that um, had a situation where their shuttle was disabled and they uh, had to figure out how to get back to Earth. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say there. But, but it was pretty intense. Oh yeah, the whole movie. You were on the edge of your seat. But what made it really good was not only was the music really good in it, mm-hmm. the acting was believable mm-hmm. and. They they the way they did the 3D, you seriously felt like you were in space. It they did a great job at making you feel like you were in space. I sat there a lot of the time. I was going, "How did they do that?" Because that looks so real. That looked... I, my only criticism is, I hmm, I think George Clooney's character was a little bit over the top, but it. Yeah, I, I remember when we, we saw him in. Brother. He's like that, though. Yeah. Kind of cocky. Where are thou, brother? What yeah, brother, where art thou? Something like that. He's kind of, in some of the, I haven't seen him in a lot of things, but. He's pretty I demonstrative seen, he's in his kind acting. Kind of a yeah. cocky. Well, that was, what his char- that's what yeah. his character was. And, he, yeah. It, and to me, that wasn't as realistic, but maybe that it was needed so that the the film wouldn't have been too dark and too depressing. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is there's a couple of times. When I got really uncomfortable because I felt like I was going to fall into the atmosphere. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know if you've ever, when you when you look up at the sky and you're looking at stars and stuff, when we used to have the trampoline, mm-hmm. we would lay in the middle of the trampoline and we'd look up at the stars. Yeah. And I always felt, when I first started doing it, it was uncomfortable because I felt... Like you were going to Well, if there fall. wasn't gravity, I was going to fly right up in there. You know, mm-hmm. I was going to fall. It felt like you are falling. In this particular movie, they did such a great job that I would imagine in IMAX you'd f- seriously feel like you're out in space because the 3D version of it, uh-huh. I felt that way, but I could look away. So, when well, you can't look away, how then many you... bruises did you end up having on your arm? Well, you just kept. <laughs> she kept grabbing a hold of my arm. I mean, she was ripping the soda out of the the con- <laughs> container that you know where the where the, the seat straw. sits. Yeah, <laughs> like what are you doing? 
I was but trying to grab your arm every time I got scared. There, but in particular, there was probably three or four scenes that were so profound in the way that they did them without any dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, one in particular when, um, and I know that sounds this sounds weird, but you have to watch the movie. And, and this really isn't a spoiler. It's more of a, there's a scene where she has to change her clothes. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't go naked or anything, so don't worry about that. But, but she was the way they filmed this transformation was, I don't know, it was it was amazing, and you felt the emotion of being set free from the bulkiness of the suit, and then it just and but they did everything in weightlessness, and so mm-hmm. the, it was fascinating. Well, there was there was almost a symbolism in that. Don't one don't, scene do it, don't do it don't do it don't don't say it. Yeah, I know, that, I know, I know. I'm not going to say though. Oh, it's hard say. not to say. And and then another the way the movie ends was very symbolic and very uh, dramatic and cool. Uh, just the whole thing. The whole thing was w- very well done, and uh, I would highly recommend the movie for people to go see because I thought it was really good. I think it had like one F word and it, a few S did, words, but other than that. It did have some language that might be objectionable. I mean, I... Well, that, but the, you know, I mean, it was in places, I'm not, I'm not excusing that they had to put it in there because they didn't, but um, it was definitely during times that were stressful. It, it wasn't one of those movies that have gratuitous language. No, that, no, it wasn't every other word or anything. You know, because some of those, it's just like, come on, people, there's more... There's more words in the English language than, than those, the F word. Yeah. Those two words, yeah, you know, but yeah. the, it wasn't all the way through it. Um, you know, like I said, if you have young children, that might the movie might be a little too intense. Well, for and, them, and but... as a as a space geek, because I used to love watching, mm-hmm. I, and I still love watching documentaries on space, and I enjoyed the Apollo 13 movie. I liked the the series that uh, Tom Hanks did on HBO. Mm-hmm. That about, was a good series. Was it Beyond? Something and Beyond or something? Space and Beyond? It was like or... 13 episodes. Or yeah, something. it was great. It was, it was really great. Well I loved every minute of it. They did a great job with it. Mm-hmm. But I've always liked to watch footage and, you know, shuttle missions and stuff like that. And this, as a uh, as an adult watching it, brought back a lot of memories as me as a, as a kid watching the the cool space ha, footage has, and stuff. Has Jen from Anomaly seen it yet? Because I know on, on the No, Anomaly, I recommended to her that she would yeah, really enjoy it. on the Anomaly podcast, they've interviewed um, astronauts the guy from Virgin, and yeah. stuff. Well, yeah. a female astronaut. They oh, yeah, her. that's right, that's right. They, yeah, I recommended to her and Dave to go see it because I mm-hmm. think they would really enjoy it. It was, It's just a really neat movie, and I can't, you know, I can't say enough about it. It was, it, it just was a, you left going, wow, that was just, that was really cool. It's only an hour and a half long. It's not really super mm-hmm. big, long, but the and, entire time you're engaged in it. And it really didn't seem to me, I mean, it was stretching some things. That's true, but it really didn't seem science fiction. It seemed like it was plausible to some degree. There, yeah. I mean, I've, I've I actually mean, it, read some of the, you know, some astronauts point of view on it. And they said, yeah, for mean, the most part, it was pretty pretty accurate. But there's, of course, some I mean, they took liberties. It's more dramatic, sure. you know. I mean, and there's things that weren't possible. Yeah, that they did, but you know, that's okay. It's a movie. You yeah. know, they weren't trying to go for everything it, it being complete theat- fact. It was theatrical, but as far as like, if someone says, "Well, I don't like science fiction with aliens and monsters," there wasn't any of that. There wasn't any of that. It. It was more, more reality based. A space drama. Well, yeah, and you and you you felt like this really could happen. Mm-hmm. So, but 
you're not a, a space geek, it was and a you little liked bit, it. It was a little bit like 24 in space as far as just, you know, the, the TV real time show, 24. It, yeah. I mean, as far as it just kept going, kept going, kept going action-wise, and you're going... Did people ever get to sleep? Well, and I, my <laughs> biggest thing after watching it was how did they film that? Because that was, I've never seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. Not the way they did it. And then uh, my friend, uh, our friend Joe from Canada, mm-hmm. Billy Bob, who does the uh, Upper Memory Block podcast, he uh, sent me an article on how they filmed it. And it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fascinating. I got to watch this really cool video of a company that developed a robotic arm for the camera that they used mm-hmm. for that movie. And now they use it for other things, but it, it's really revolutionary. And the way, the same way they did the special effects in Star Trek, when you thought the ship was flying past you in the, on the screen, yeah, uh, it was really the camera that was flying past the ship. Mm-hmm. The ship was stationed. That's how they filmed a lot of the movie that uh, gravity, they filmed it with the camera moving and then they synced it up with the computer. So the background moved along with it. And so it gave you the illusion of all this motion going on when they weren't even moving hardly. Mm-hmm. And it well, was really found cool. Out a lot of the spacesuit scenes and stuff were, were CGI. CGI. Yeah. They've so, come so far with that. Yeah. And it, but it didn't look, it didn't look computer didn't generated. Look, I never no. felt, I never felt, wow, that doesn't look real. It all looked real. And it was, yeah. in fact, to the point where it made me uncomfortable a lot in a good way. You're tired, huh? Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> Didn't get enough sleep last night. Yeah, okay. we're recording at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday, so. Yeah. So there you go. That's our review. How many star, or let me see. How many uh, broken satellites do you give this episode or this movie? I, I would give it a good four and a half. Out of five? Out of five. Yeah. Now, five would be, you know, like Pride and Prejudice. Well, five would be if she would have had a love affair in space. Five would be if there was like romantic stuff involved. Well, I in do it. like smulty. Or a vampire. <laughs> no. Yeah. What's or somebody, that? somebody, a, a, a lady that speaks with an English accent and yes. drinks tea. Yes, definitely. Oh, here tea. comes the shuttle pilot. Hello. <laughs> oh, I love your outfit. That was a nice suit you have. Yes, I do. I do. Docking like... clamps engaged. Okay, I. I was watching this behind. Would you like some toothpaste? I was watching this behind the scenes um, thing PBS had on um, with Angela Lansbury talking about. Oh, um, engage the thrusters. Down Downton Abbey. And Catherine looked at me and she said to me, Mom, why do you like that show? There's absolutely no action in it at all. And, and I go, well, you know, it's like Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen. It's about people. It's yeah. about people's emotions and interactions. And it, it's about story, not necessarily action, but it's about the characters. And she's like, huh? <laughs> so I'm actually, actually, there was a lot of action and gravity, but there was, there was a people element too. Sure. Even though there wasn't an awful lot of interaction between people, but but anyway, I I actually I prefer more the the people, the emotion and the compared to just special effects and graphics and you know fighting and even though I I do we're talking about Houston we have a problem. 
We're talking about <laughs> our subject today is about the supernatural. Yeah, well, we'll get there, I guess. And is that a transition? Is that what you're trying I to do? I was trying to transition. Well, you have to, we have to do music to transition. Okay, transition by music. There we go. Go see the movie Gravity. It was in the theater because it's really good in the theater. Yeah, especially if you're an adult or I think teenagers could probably handle it. Yeah. But oh yeah. Pretty intense for little kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, might and scare just, them. It, the only thing that would have made it better for Amy is I and I gave it a tea uh, party. I gave it four and a half to five stars. A tea party in space. It's not stars. Um, broken satellites. Yeah. It would have been better if they would if Sandra Bullock would have said NASA, we have a problem. I'm out of black tea. <laughs> Earl Grey, hot. Hot. All right. We'll be right back with our real subject in a moment. Did you know that the Take Him With You podcast is absolutely free of charge for you? You can listen anytime you want, download as many episodes as you'd like, and we don't charge a dime. But it does cost money to put the show on. So, if you feel like contributing and helping us out, you can. All you have to do is go to takehimwithyou.com and click on the PayPal donation button and help us out. That would be rocking. Thank you. So today, my dear, uh, in the remainder of the show, uh, you had an idea to talk about since it is October and it is, I did catch you watching an episode of Angel today mm -hmm. on your iPhone and he was looked mm -hmm. like a demon. Yeah. I decided to uh, ask you what you were doing. You shut it off real quick because I think you're embarrassed to watch it. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I know I know that if I watched a teenage um um, like vampire movie well, with lots of girls in it, exactly, you would be ticked off at me. But yeah, I'm just saying. Well, you kind of have a double standard here. Kind of. But yeah, you do. You'd yeah. never put up with it if I watched. Like, yeah, you wouldn't. Well, it's an offshoot of Buffy. Yeah, I know. Which Buffy was a teenage girl. But then you got this idea in your head. Well, I thought. Okay, the reason why I, this is kind of a stretch for some people, and and this is coming just the last couple years, kind of. Oh my if we go back to when we were first married. She wouldn't even, she'd well, never watch no, a movie. Okay, when we were first married, I really hadn't been um, into doing a lot of reading for fun until I came across this book series about the supernatural by an author Frank that we Peretti. know called Frank Peretti. And he wrote it from a Christian perspective where he had people who believed in Jesus Christ and they would pray. And then he kind of went into a kind of a spiritual realm 
where he showed these mammoth angels, these big, huge, like, guardian angels and warring angels, and they would come against the forces of darkness and fight these demonic angels, demonic forces. And those were the first books, as an adult-ish kind of person. An adult-ish person? I was actually only about 19 or 20, so a young adult. Okay. That... I really couldn't put down and I read everything he wrote that I could get my hands on, you know, and he wrote several books along that line. Mm -hmm. And then there was a series he wrote for children when our kids got older called Cooper Family Mysteries. And so you read all those. And I read all those and, and they dealt with spiritual warfare from a Christian perspective, like that there's power in Jesus name. And when you pray, things happen in the spiritual realm or Angels are sent out to war on our behalf. And so um, just a couple years ago, I had I had never really been into, like, watching anything with, like, vampires or anything. But my daughter and my son were into, like, um, Twilight. Twilight. And so I watched that, and it was, like, more of a love story than it was vampires. And they were vegetarian vampires poorly written poorly directed okay so i i kind of something got in there but then shimmery vampire then i had listened to like women talk sci-fi talk about buffy and i had heard them talk about buffy and josh whedon well josh josh whedon um and i'd seen some of the other things he had directed Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. firefly and all that so Finally, it came on Netflix, so I started watching Buffy. Now, all of our conservative people listening to this have probably just tuned out and won't listen to me again. But the reason why I like it, there are some things that are kind of questionable in it. But the reason why I like it overall is that she kills evil things like demons <laughs> so she's she's You're uncomfortable a force, with this she's a force for good because she's vanquishing evil and i kind of dig that i kind of <laughs> i kind of like the fact that she's going out there and and destroying evil stuff and i mean so you like demon uh butt kickers yeah right, yeah yeah so I kind of like that. And and so Angel, who I I finished Buffy, so now I'm watching Angel, which is a spinoff. Angel was her boyfriend, but they separated and he moved away because she needed to have her concentration on defeating darkness and he was That's distracting right. her. But he has he was a vampire that was given a soul, his soul back. So he doesn't want to kill people anymore. <laughs> And he wants to make up for his past wrongdoing, so he goes out and tries to save people. So he, again, instead of a girl fighting the forces of darkness, he's a guy, kind of, because he's kind of dead and kind of a vampire. But he's a good vampire. That'd be the undead. Because he has a soul. So. Okay. All right. Okay. And then so all is, that leads oh, to. No, there's one more series. Uh, one more series that I I oh got no. into. Oh Catherine no. and I went and saw the movie recently, um, Immortal Instruments. You didn't tell me and they were vampires. No, they aren't. But there's vampires in that. Okay, so it's a supernatural series, um, but it's uh, the writer. 
Cassandra Clare is her name. Mm-hmm. I really like to talk to her because being a student of theology, she has a few facts a little messed up. But her main premise is that the main characters are Nephilim, and they were descendants of an angel, which somewhat biblical she's got, but somewhat not. And then they are what they call shadow hunters, and they're kind of like Buffy's where they go and they kill demonic forces. So they're half angels and half people, and they're endowed by God to have these powers to defeat demons. Okay. Okay, the only thing is, is there's a couple quotes, a couple things in her series, because I listened to the books on audio that weren't were after the movie, is that like one thing she said there aren't as many angels as there are demons and and that's not biblical. No. Because according to the Bible Actually um, there's there there's was, two thirds. Yeah, two to one. Yeah. Because when Lucifer rebelled in heaven and got all full of pride, thought he was big stuff and God kicked him out. He then took a third he of the took angels. A third of him. the angels, which still left two thirds with God. Right. So she has some of her theology. Well, I guess and the que- I guess the question is then: Uh huh. Are angels eternal beings? Do they ever die, or do demons die, or do they just get placed in different places? Well, that is a really good question because, according to the Bible, I don't ever see anything about any of these spiritual beings whether it's angelic heavenly angels or demonic angels or demons Mm -hmm. dying it talks about some of them being chained in hell and thrown into the lake of fire yeah for internal torment Mm -hmm. so um i don't know if it's possible really to kill them but you know this is fiction we're talking about um and sometimes it just feels good the idea of being able to eliminate evil in sure, the world, sure, uh, even if it is fiction. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's how Frank Preddy got me started on this whole thing of you know the, the idea of you know angels battling. Okay, and, so this is the idea that you had then. So so then we we said, well, why don't we ask people if they really believe in the supernatural or not? And that's a big that's a big question. Mm-hmm. Because it really depends on how you define the word supernatural. Well, you look that up. Do you have that in front of you right now? Or? I don't. Okay. I can't. I have it right here if you want to read it. It's, You're it's, fine. You're it's doing quite great. long. Yeah, I don't want to read the whole thing. Okay. Well, the first definition of supernatural that you looked up as an adjective is of pertaining to or being above or beyond what is natural unexplainable by natural law or phenomena mm-hmm. abnormal um, two of pertaining to or char- characteristic of or attributed to god or a deity mm-hmm. so those are the first two definitions mm-hmm. um the 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 fourth one which a lot of people think about of this time of year is uh, pertaining to or attributed to ghosts, goblins, and other unearthly beings, eerie, right. occult, right. that kind of thing. So um, it it's it's fascinating to me mm-hmm. that over the years um, things have been so twisted up and misinformation has happened when it comes to what evil and good are. 
Hmm. Because, you know, a lot of these things that we, I mean, Halloween and the stuff surrounding it is, there's so many fables and so many, you know, twisted things about it that, I mean, if you're going to look into what is evil and what is good, then you should look probably at a source that would know what that is. Instead of just taking, you know, whoever's word for it, you might want to research it a little bit and see what what does it mean? I mean, who would be the authority on, on good and evil? And, you know, one of the best sellers of all time is the Bible mm-hmm. because it does talk about spiritual things and spiritual warfare, and it talks about what is good and what is evil. And so that really, there's a lot of really good information in the Bible that talks about what good and evil is. Now, I know some people would debate and say, well, it's from the Bible and you can't trust it and all this different stuff. But I, I can say this. It has lasted for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you would be surprised. A lot of people, when you ask them about, you know, what about angels? What about demons? They all have these weird kind of concepts of what they are because they've never actually read the Bible for themselves. Mm-hmm. I get this a lot from people. They'll they'll just assume because they heard from some uh, crazy, nasty Christian that was spouting off, or supposedly Christian, that was spouting off some stuff. They look at the behavior of that person and they think, I don't want anything to do with that. Or, you know, they just get turned off by it. And then they don't actually read for themselves to see what it says about it. I think that one of the reasons that I now serve God was because I was fascinated by this type of thing. I really, I used to like the heavy metal music that talked the dark stuff that talked about, let's go party in hell. No, 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 no. That's what I remember my heavy metal friends talking about. Well, I mean, they did say some of that kind of stuff, but it was more like, um, mystical and, and evil and dark magic and, you know, the, the occult type of stuff where it's spiritual, but it's in a in a negative light. It's not it's not a positive yeah. thing. Anyway, um, I remember somebody challenging me to say, "Well, what do you really know about it?" You know, well, mm. all I know is what my he- heavy metal idols say about it. Well, they're not really the most authoritative people. They're just making money. They just well, they don't really or, care about my soul, but they sure make a lot of money. You know, and some so, of them. Are, so they challenged me. Well, where yeah. do you get that information? Well, okay, so I decided to look in. I found a Bible in our house, and it was a, a di- weird translation, the way or something like that. And that's a living Bible. Yeah, the living Bible. At the, at the time, I didn't. Paraphrase. I thought it was some weird, yeah. you know, thing. But anyway, I read about, and I read all about UFOs in the Bible, and I read about, I read about. Um, Satan and I read about demons and and I actually read the actual Bible to see what it said about them. Mm-hmm. Now, at first it was kind of scary. It was a little bit scary because when you read that kind of stuff and you get the information and, and it can be a little bit daunting because you think, well, th- this could hurt me. These could hurt me. And you don't have the other aspect where you have to read the other parts of the Bible to find out Oh, there's a protection against this. I don't, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so when 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 I ask the question, "Do you believe in the supernatural?" I think about it differently than maybe just somebody who's watched the movie, the show, the show Supernatural. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking about it from the pr- perspective of what does the Bible say that supernatural is, and uh, there's so much more depth to it than just evil and good. There's way more to it, mm-hmm. and there's a story behind it all. And it's fascinating. And the cool part is that uh, we are protected. And, you know, as much as evil has been made cool, don't ask me how that got out. 
Yeah. Why would somebody think it was cool? But as much as people have made it that way or, you know, whoever, um, the real evil is not cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, real evil is when when a child dies. You know, real evil is when uh, bombs are dropped and people are killed. Real evil is is when people murder people. You know, that's evil. Well, if we want it, you're talking about going to the Bible. The Bible says the thief, talking about Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Uh-huh. So when we see things like that happening around us... That's that's more evil that's, than... That's evil. Killing, and that's more, stealing, destroying. But it's that's more evil, evil than, the, the, than the heavy metal band that sings about the devil. Yeah. And I, th- I think sometimes we as believers in Christianity have gone after the wrong things. We've, we've said, oh, that's awful, that's evil, and everything. And when... That really isn't the evil part. The, the, there's a lot more evil going on. There's evil going on in church. Yeah. Well, I mean, gossiping I mean, and lying ha- that's are, right. or, are just as and, bad. Yeah, child all. abuse, all sorts of different things. And I'm not saying every church is like that. Obviously, it's not. I mean, that's not the case. But what I'm saying is evil is all around us. Mm-hmm. It's not just the people that sensationalize it. Mm-hmm. In fact, the sensationalism is usually a commercial type of thing to get well money. you know one of the things we grew up looking at alice cooper dressed all weird and doing weird things with snakes and you know and we thought oh that looks like evil and come to find out he was raised like by a, a minister and it was all an act yeah <laughs> you know i mean he actually believes in god and stuff but, not sure why but he would entertain people with stuff at like the that time but... you know i well i think he might have wandered a little bit in yeah, his youth yeah. and it, it it was an act though and um well and then and that's the whole thing is it's you know i mean we have different perspectives on what evil and what good is so why don't we read our questions sure, real quick? we've got lots or, of lots yeah, we of had like answers. 11 answers yeah so, um, Alan, what was the question first? Oh, the, the question is, do you believe in the supernatural? Why or why not? Okay. So we got okay. some answers. So Alan says supernatural as in ghosts and hauntings. No, as in things that can't be explained. Yes. Why? I'm not really sure. In both cases, there really isn't evidence one way or another. All I have on my own, um, is subjective experience. Okay. So he says by his experience, he believes that there's maybe, you know, we talked before in one of our podcasts about C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien, mm-hmm. and they've talked a lot together. And one of the things that they had in common, and they made up these fantastic worlds of fantasy and mystery the hobbit lord of the rings yeah middle earth and the chronicles of narnia narnia but they both believed in another realm they believed in a spiritual realm a supernatural realm both of them believed and i think because out of that belief that there's more to to life than just what we can touch and feel and see with our five senses Mm mm-hmm um, their imagination um, and their belief in a creative deity that they had all this creative, massive intelligence and mm-hmm. creativity and power. They they tapped into that belief and creativity and 
created whole new universes for children to enjoy for generations. Mm -hmm. But they believe they believed in a di another dimension or another spiritual realm. Um, Michael said to you, Rick, that is a loaded question because I believe in miracles and in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, Spirit, which can be considered supernatural. And I believe that there are angels um, here to protect us. Okay. And Ted says, why, that is a loaded question. Why is that why a loaded Why is that a loaded question? You just answered yes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Mike answers them. Because the supernatural has so many meanings, like ghosts and stuff, which I don't believe in. Okay, we've had a couple people that I know that are Christians that say they don't believe in ghosts. Right. Okay. It's interesting, though, because do you remember in the Old Testament where Saul goes and does something God told him not to do, <laughs> but he goes and consults a medium or a witch, mm -hmm. and she summons supposedly a ghost of Samuel. Mm -hmm. Do you think that was really a ghost, or do you think that was a a trick that she had? I or think it was demonic. I think, she, she, well, my feeling is, and my belief is from the Bible, that if you are if you're working in the spiritual realm and it's not God, mm -hmm. then it's it's not God. It's evil. <laughs> so it's demonic and it's it's satanic. So she, he she he went to a medium who I believe, and I if we have mediums listening, <laughs> sorry, but um, the Bible says that that you shouldn't mess with that kind of stuff. That you shouldn't mm -hmm. be consulting um, demonic powers. And I think she, that's exactly what she did. And a demon showed up. I don't think it was really the ghost of Samuel, hmm. because why? You never hear about that. Ever. You have to look at the the whole context of it. Yeah. And you never hear there. You're there's no like. And the ghost came to well because I so think and so the and he said this. That people have of ghosts is that they're um, spirits that haven't ascended or descended yet. That right. They're, they're trapped like, they're, in right kind like, of right, somewhat in right, our dimension, right. but. Like um, Marley and Marley. Woo! Oh, yeah. yeah, you wrote that song. I did um, not. Oh, That's a Muppet, Muppet song. song. I, didn't write, I wish okay. I would have wrote that song. That's I'd be rich. True. You wrote another. Uh, you've written so many songs, I get confused. Thanks. But, but that's interesting, though, because another thing is in the New Testament, mm -hmm. they say to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord if you're a believer. Right. So your spirit doesn't linger around here, but it, it doesn't goes, say that if you're a believer, though. Okay, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So that means believers and unbelievers. Now in Jewish, but that doesn't mean in the Jewish culture, though, mm -hmm. they waited like supposedly like three days. They believed like that purgatory. the spirit would would linger for three days, and then. They'd have wakes, you know. Right, I don't but there's know. nothing biblical. But about there's nothing that. biblical about that. No. It's just tradition. Yeah. So. So anyway. So again, there's there's, a lot, there's, there's myths and wives' tales and yeah. Yeah, and so I don't know. I mean, but that's one one interpretation of it is that that maybe it was a demon talking. Might not be the only interpretation, but that's sure, fine. sure. Okay, so. I mean, my studies. That's what I get when okay. I when you read the context of it. 
So. The next one is. Um, I'm. Are we getting to it? Yeah. Well, Ted says again. Well, not that I'm wanting to put words in Rick's mouth, but I'm pretty sure he's talking about the Holy Spirit and such. I wasn't, but that's okay. Thanks, Ted. <laughs> I was just prefer. I just wanted to know what people thought supernatural if they believe yeah. in it. Yeah. I and and to me, you know, that can encompass a lot of things, and that's why I put the mm-hmm. definition down. So Jeff says I'm beginning to lean toward no after quite a bit of research over the last few months there's just no solid evidence for it and that's you know that's i don't know it's it's kind of hard i mean i remember somebody describing they say well how do you know god is real there's no evidence Uh and i would have to say that there's there's quite a bit of evidence that god is real but you have to have faith too and and somebody described it well can you see the wind? No, I can't see the wind. But can you see the effects of the wind? Sure you can. Mm-hmm. So can you see God? No, I can't see him. Um, but I mean, even though but I you think... you can see his creation. Well, no, you can see the effects of God yeah. in people. So I might not be able to see some guy in a, in a you know, a robe with, a, with, you know, a big, huge flowing beard or whatever, even though I don't think that's what God looks like. But I'm just saying, I might not see that. But I can see the act of kindness in someone. Mm-hmm. I can see I can see somebody's life that used to be all messed up that got changed because they let the love of God come into them. Mm-hmm. I can see uh, I can see changed hearts and changed lives, and I can see things that happen, and I can look at creation and I can say, "Wow, that's pretty amazing," you know. Yeah. So you know, you know, some people would say, "Well, you can't prove the God is you can't prove the supernatural," and I have to say, "Well." I think I think you can see supernatural things, but you kind of have to look at them in a different way. I don't know how to describe that. I, well, mean, I mean, I, I don't know. You're not gonna. The reason I don't think that they have proved that there's go, even though they have like the show Ghost Hunters and stuff like mm-hmm. that, they really haven't. There's never really been proof. You know, they've never taken a real. They've never taken a picture of Bigfoot for goodness sakes. You know, they don't really know <laughs> if he's real, and and with ghosts and goblins and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of it is fictional. But then again, too, you know, I can see a, a life that's been changed by by God coming into somebody's heart. So, well, I don't know. You're talking about proof of God. The Bible says God is love, mm-hmm. and whenever whenever I watch. A TV show, or I'm reading a story. Whenever I see that sacrificial, unselfish love demonstrated, then you are reminded of God's I, love. I'm reminded of God's sure. love. Sure. And, you know, the Bible says, Greater love has no one than this, and he that lays his life down for a friend. And the most powerful moments in any literature or any TV is when show that sacrifice is made. Is yeah. when you know, yeah. When well, someone, not just in literature, but also in real life. In real life, true. I mean, you think about the soldiers that have given their lives for our freedom, mm-hmm. or you think about the family members, dads and moms and kids that have sacrificed their life for their family. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty self selfless. Yeah. So do we have any other? Mean. Yeah, there's quite a few more. Um, just trying to get my bifocals to work here. Okay. So um, Greg says, I believe in that and what I've experienced, which does include things that um, some might call super suprasensory. Mm-hmm. And Chris says. Well, no, I know we'll talk about that for a second because okay. 
I think that's another good valid thing is that, um, you know, I've, I, we have people that will write comments and say, well, God doesn't exist or, or, um, you know, this is a bunch of malarkey or, you know, I do a prayer request every Sunday and pray for people. And then I've got people that will sign up and say, prayer doesn't work. It's not even real. It's blah, blah, blah. you know, they'll mm-hmm. come. But then I have to go, well, okay, you may think that, mm-hmm. but I've actually had things happen in my life. So really you're going to discount what I've experienced and say that I didn't experience that. That's not true. Well, it can be explained. Okay explain it Mm -hmm. and they can't and so it's like you know i think you have to you have to look at the the experience that people have and and weigh that with what you know i mean i know some people can make things up you know this happened so there's got to be a god or this is this and it has to be that but i'm just talking about general faith Mm -hmm. you know and the fact that sometimes um you know, I've seen it when people pray and things actually happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, people are helped. They're comforted. There's there's grace. There's, I, mean, I don't know. You know, it's like you can't tell me that's not real because I've experienced it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So when somebody says, well, you don't really have a relationship with God. Well, I do because I know I do. So I, how do you how do you say I don't? Well, Chris says being a Christian, you have to leave room for the supernatural because I guess being a believer or a Christian, you're you're believing in, like we say, a something f- unexplainable, something unexplained, something that faith. requires faith. Yes. So, matter of fact, the definition of faith is to have to believe in something that is not seen. Oh, the okay. evidence of things hoped for, oh, the substance of these the things, things not, seen. not seen. Okay, I'm glad right, you helped me. I'm tired. It's okay. And Ben said, "God is supernatural in the technical sense of the word, and from the humanistic perspective, also spiritual warfare is supernatural." So yes, I believe in the supernatural. Mm-hmm. And our good friend Harry says, "Nope, there's no such thing as supernatural. Everything can be explained." And and you know, Harry, you complete you are completely welcome to that opinion. However, I would say then explain it. I have one thing I would like to have explained. All right. Now this might make some people uncomfortable, oh, but one time you had taken, uh, and this is just one illustration. We probably could share a hundred, but this is one that's come to my mind a couple times as we're talking about supernatural. One time you took a busload of kids down to oh, yeah. to Mexico. All right. And there was this young man there that was a tortured soul. Yeah. I don't think there's any other way to, to say it. He was he um had been burnt, he had been in some kind of trauma, which mm-hmm. Har- Harry might say, Well, that could have caused his his torture, maybe. Um but the interesting thing is, as you were training these kids how to pray, mm-hmm. how to worship God, how to read their Bible, you know, they had read that when you see people hurting, you love them and you and pray, you for, pray them. for them. So they went to pray for this young man who I believe he had like a, a tin can tied on his foot for That's some he, reason. For his shoe, yeah. For his shoe. He, um, and he rode and, a bicycle. And he was muttering things. 
What he was he was very he they, was like a. They thought it was. Yeah. They it thought wasn't good. he was insane because he was just blah 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 blah, right. muttering weird things. Mm-hmm. Well, you might want to pick up the story because I wasn't there, but I heard the kids tell this story. Well, we had a, an interpreter with us that spoke Spanish, and um, we were we were praying for this man. He let us pray for him, and the the man asked, um, or the the interpreter was listening to the man talk. And we said, what did he say? And he goes, you don't, he goes, it doesn't make any sense. And we said, no, tell us what he's saying. And, and this, the interpreter, he, the interpreter wasn't a believer. He wasn't involved in church. Mm-hmm. We had just hired him to interpret for us so we mm-hmm. could understand what people were saying. And he goes, well, he's saying crazy things like he's been around this area for hundreds of years and and he's caused harm for people and so on and so forth and we're going ooh because all of us started getting kind of creepy feeling mm-hmm. because um this guy was basically talking like a demon was talking through him mm-hmm. and who knows if it was or not all i know is that it was really odd well and, the, the bible does talk about principalities which sure. are basically demonic princes in right. over a certain area right and that's what he was talking about and mm-hmm. so um this interpreter is watching this whole thing and then we had this one young man that was uh uh particularly had compassion on this guy and he prayed a, just an amazing prayer over him and we literally saw him this man start to change in front of us it was mm-hmm. weird it was really weird and lo and behold, within a day, was it a day or two? I can't remember now. I wasn't there that year. All I know so. is that we had there was a service going on at the church that we were working with. Just a little shack in the mm-hmm. middle of a, a, a desert, you know, a little village that's all mm-hmm. no dusty. electricity, no running. Water. No, we had electricity, no running water, but there was electricity because they got to got to play the band in the band. Doom, 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 doom. Oh, doom. so that that wasn't glory, adios. It was at uh, Pastor Tencho's church. Okay. Of the Church of the Lily or something like that. Okay. I can't remember. It was in Spanish, so I don't remember. But um, it, was, it, was, it wasn't like two days later, and we saw this guy ride by on a bicycle, and we thought, what the heck? He didn't even look the same. And he stopped, and he came in, and he was talking normal. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and he came to church. And he looked, I mean, he was all dressed Didn't better. The, the next year, did he come, when you he came did. back, did he come and he was did. he your interpreter? He wasn't our interpreter, but, but he came back he came and back. spent time with us because his he he was set free from whatever that was. Mm-hmm. That was so, I don't know, you know. And that's one out of. That's just one out of many, 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 many stories. stories. But um, we saw it right in front of our eyes yeah. and it really did change. So there was something that was holding him back and. And tormenting him, and I have to say it was evil, because when we when the there was faith in that young man that was with mm-hmm. us to pray, and somehow God worked through that that young kid and set this gentleman free, and it and it changed his life. And one thing I I want to bring up about we we talked some people brought up spiritual warfare. We've talked a little bit about spiritual warfare and praying for people and things. My experience, now this is just my experience, but we talked about God being love. The Bible says God is love. Mm -hmm. And my experience, just like how that one young man had compassion 
and just out of love prayed for that that tormented person um we'd had an experience where there was a young girl in our youth group who <laughs> she'd try to trip you she'd hit people <laughs> yeah. she you know whether you say she was she was annoying she she had issues okay yeah and whether you call it demonic or evil or, evil or, or add or, or, or some you could attach some kind of mental illness to illness it, yes. to it yeah. name yeah whatever you call to it call it god just told me love on that girl and so every time she would get in your face she'd get like about two inches from your face and it would be really awkward and uncomfortable and mm -hmm. you thought she's gonna hit you oh yeah god just rose up in me out of love and i'd say do you need a hug i remember that <laughs> and and she'd like look at me and she's like okay and after a while she started running across wherever she saw me to come get a hug and she and, didn't bug me anymore and she stopped she was trying my friend. to trip yeah. rick when he preached she stopped yeah. trying to hit the counselor at the church yeah and you know so you know, we can get all ooey-gooey weird and feel yeah. like, but you know what? The greatest power in the universe is, is love. Yeah. And I think sometimes acting in a loving, compassionate way and offering someone a hug that maybe has a can tied on their foot <laughs> or, you know, likes to hurt people, <laughs> um, yeah. to, to get out of our comfort zones and, and really reach out in genuine care and compassion mm -hmm. can make a huge difference because I think what binds people to the dark side, if you would, the dark side is, is, you know, that fear and that being cut off from other people that, um, you know, just all these lies that, that, the devil would tell people about no one loves them, no one cares about them, isolate them, and you know, and mm -hmm. and so breaking down those barriers out of compassion, and you know, for s some of the people that commented, they might not believe in God, but if you believe in love and in being compassionate, um. That can make a difference, sure and can. and I think um, to me there is no separation between God and love because the Bible says God is love. So, well, there you go. Yeah, I could probably spend an entire episode just telling stories. Oh, we could tell. Some I don't know stories. if anybody would want to. If you want to hear something like that, let us <laughs> Wait, know, well, and I, we, I'll do it. But we, I kind of chose one. We have we have from, supernatural story after supernatural story. I, I kind of chose one from many years ago in a mm -hmm. different country because I I don't want to um, hurt Pastor confidentiality thing so we don't want to share oh no we would never share share any yeah. names or yeah. you know even when we even when we say comments we usually only use first names here yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we have lots but, of stories yeah. over the years of coming into supernatural situations and that's why uh like greg said you know i've had these experiences and and boy i can't deny that supernatural stuff is real now that doesn't mean that i believe in 
you know what what your interpretation of what supernatural means yeah so you know, you know not yours amy but you <laughs> okay. know people listening i mean if somebody thinks that supernatural now, is you know i i know that Buffy the Vampire Slayer is fictional real, and yeah. not real. Um, but our dog you know. is. She's cute. Hi, doggy. But I, you know, I do think that I would encourage people, if they're interested in the supernatural, read the Bible. There's lots of really interesting <laughs> stories in there. There is. Um, you know, I mean, Jesus cast out demons and he healed the sick and Raise the dead, and there's lots of <sighs> dear. Sorry, my dog is. I'm is talking about me. Jesus, so and I'm, you're I'm mooing to the cat. The dog. The dog. <laughs> Sorry. This is my life, everyone. This yeah. is my life. <laughs> you're either sawing things up in the living room or mooing to the dog. <laughs> yeah, I used a jigsaw in the middle of the living room and got sawdust all over Amy today. <laughs> And he wondered why I was grumpy. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So, yeah, okay. So, yeah. I don't know what how this all went, but uh, <laughs> so, we need to close now yeah, because we're, we're, we're probably really long yeah, today. Yeah. So, if you have any questions about the Bible and supernatural, feel free Email to get us. a hold of us at rick at takingwithyou.com mm-hmm. or amy at takingwithyou.com. We'd love to talk to you. We would. And if you'd like to uh, hear a whole show of stories, <laughs> about the supernatural during the month of October. Uh, I would be more than willing to do a show like that, but I won't do it unless we have a few people that say they'd like. Yeah, we we have some really strange stories. Oh, yeah. I could talk to you about praying okay, okay, over, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. over food. Don't. Sh- 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 <laughs> what happened? You got to save the stories. Save okay. the stories. All right. So this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2013. All right, reserved. And uh, I think I'll pray for everybody. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Too. Thank you, Lord, for everybody listening. And I just thank you, God, that um, you are real and that you have an amazing plan for our lives and you care about us and you protect us and you keep us safe from things that would try to harm us. And I just I'm so grateful for every single person that's listening and I would ask that you comfort their heart, that you keep them safe, and that you help them understand the spiritual realm of things. And uh, we give you praise and we give you thanks and tell you that we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, now we can go. All right. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh we hope you enjoyed it. Get a hold of us, Rick at Taken With You and Amy at TakenWithYou.com. That's our email address, and we'd love to hear from you. Goodbye, and God bless you. <laughs> oh, he's NASA, we're ready to take off. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> I just can't see that. <laughs> Make sure the cream and lemon are stowed away. <laughs> They're in tubes, you know, so we can <laughs> drink it in space. Because the last thing you want is a floating crumpet. <laughs> And then after you're, you've digested it, you don't want to floating dump it. <laughs> okay, dear. <laughs> oh, you can tell why he was a youth pastor for so long. Good night, everyone. Good night. This world's a tortured place to be. So many things to torment me. And as I stumble down this road, it takes a toll. These days. 
not so far away Cause I can feel your power surging through the hole of me Beyond religion to my very circumstance 